0: Welcome to CLO Time Cues, a podcast powered by Quick Loans Online that helps you with your financial and professional journey in five fast questions. We know that you're always busy during the day and we're here to sum up all you need to know to accelerate your career growth and money mindset. It's a great day to learn and add a little bit more to your financial knowledge. I'm Matthew and I'll be today's CLO Podcast host. Our episode today is perfect for those want to be financially ready whatever happens. Today's questions will revolve around financial resiliency and to equip us with the right mindset and how to prepare for any sudden changes. We invited Anthony Luisa Guanzon, the Deputy Chief Marketing Officer or Deputy Head Integrated Marketing and Communications of Malayan Insurance, who is a company that stands in the forefront of non-life insurance.
1: Welcome to Time cues Anthony, how are you today? Hey, hi Matt. I'm good. I'm good actually. I'm excited for this podcast we have here.
0: Yeah, same here. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you virtually. But before we start firing out questions, um, can you tell us a bit more about Malayan Insurance?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, as you know, uh, Malayan Insurance is part of the bigger conglomerate, which is uh, the Uchenko Group of Companies. So it's very diverse in terms of industries we're in, so RCBC would be one of them, Banking, Mapua, uh, EEI in terms of developments, then uh, Sunlife Grepa would be uh, a life partner also under the the whole Pichenko group, and of course, Malayan Insurance. For Malayan Insurance, I think we've been in the, in the industry for about 94 years and, wow. and counting. So we've been the number one non-life insurance company in, in the Philippines. Yeah. and we continue to really build and innovate towards keeping this number one spot, of course, and with changing times, especially with this pandemic and everything that's been happening.
0: Yeah, sounds good, no? Anthony, I would like to ask a question lang. What do you guys cover for the non-life insurances?
1: General insurance non-life, so that really stretches from corporate and retail. The marketing focuses on retail, uh, the retail lines for Malay, and that would be your car insurance, your uh, property Mm -hmm. insurance, or retail fire. Your personal accident you know what we even got into pet insurance wow and, um, really so it's, it's all those uh but of course uh it's really non-life insurance or properties yeah. assets uh, lifestyle travel insurance of course
0: okay yeah.
1: sounds interesting now i'll be starting off with our
0: five uh, fast questions For the first question What is the financial resilience and what does it mean to be financially resilient nowadays?
1: Okay, So, based on the actual definition, of course, just so I can say it again for everybody, it's the ability to withstand life events that impact one's um, either income or assets. So, that's the mm-hmm. definition. Usually, it's towards those unexpected events. It's being ready. So, Correct. for me, financial resilience really boils down into uh, planning and understanding. Yeah. So. Yeah. Planning is definitely a word that's synonymous to uh, finance and and, and, uh, Mm then protection because um since financial resilience is basically the ability to be ready, prepared or or just basically prepared for those unexpected events so that's key planning that's one then um of course uh, then understanding that's another like I mentioned planning and understanding understanding is actually um it correlates very much with planning with the access we have to so much information nowadays, tools, actually even people, the kind of network we have. So it's planning and understanding that really drives financial resilience for me. Okay. And to the, to the def- definition itself, it's really being prepared, being ready to withstand unexpected events that really impact your assets or your income or even your health.
0: Yeah. and. I certainly agree with that. In a way, having some partners like Malayan Insurance really gives you edge towards those unforeseen scenarios that life can throw at you. Question number two: Why is financial resilience important nowadays? Okay,
1: so definitely it's important. It's a matter of the degree of importance Mm -hmm. for the individual. So, say. For me, I mean, for people, some may find health more important than, say, uh, investments. Okay. Or some may find education more important than properties. But nonetheless, financial resilience on importance really depends on the person in terms of his focus or his priorities. But definitely, to me, what I would possibly be more, that what would be more important for me in terms of financial resilience would be my health and my future, possibly retirement since Mm -hmm. I mean we're not getting any younger so in that aspect where financial resilience kicks in or why it's important is um, I have to find different ways to be ready in case I I suddenly get sick Mm -hmm. or um, of course that impacts everything it's so expensive to get sick nowadays Yes. then for my retirement of course I'm young that's an advantage for most of us so it's mm-hmm. a time to save i know it's when you start earning it's, it's one of those times <laughs> you just want to keep spending because you have that financial uh, freedom I, I, yeah. you might think but that's for now but um see that's when financial resilience comes in because mm. basically passive income is something you want to get into but um you're possibly spending something today that you think you can afford tomorrow but in fact when something bad happens it's just, that's where financial resilience kicks in so yeah. for most of us, uh, yuppies, I guess, I could say.
0: Yeah, it's really important to be financially resilient, um, especially in the long run. Um, I like the point that you mentioned that um, you might be thinking of the now, but at the end of the day, it's a long-term commitment to oneself in terms of the resilience that we have, whether it be a financial, and no one wants to be a burden to other people. Those are a great points. Here is our next question. How can someone
1: attain or build financial resilience? Okay, that's a great question. And actually, it's great because honestly, in our generation or today, like I said earlier, understanding is key, planning definitely. Yeah. But accessibility has been so, so, so much. Every single day, everything just, it's just so accessible. Do you remember the time when basically uh, the only way you could watch a movie is either you go to the movie house, yeah, possibly rent from, a blockbuster or uh, basically mga vhs the yeah or uh, Tenet, everything <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly that's still made our records by everything <laughs> all these and now it's so accessible i mean netflix and ads online ads so in my opinion it's actually the streaming of all these information it's now trying to get the focus or the right one out there it's the credible hmm. one it's basically the right one the right information because of the overflow of information and access. So, you said, how do we attain financial resilience? So, keeping yourself informed is one key thing. That's why I kept saying understanding and planning. So, with access nowadays, uh, this could be attained by as simple as uh, going online. You could check out digital banks. It's so easy to access now. It's one venue you could start in terms of, I guess, uh, saving. Mm -hmm. Um, You could learn all of these in terms of financial, how to be financially resilient. Simply Mm -hmm. by going online and just getting all the info, talking to someone uh, you may know who's into investments, who's into Mm -hmm. business, who's into insurance, definitely then basically tapping your network. So before I'm because I mean, the question is basically how can I attain or build financial resilience? My focus here would be definitely information first, keep yourself informed Mm -hmm. and The access is all out there. So better to just keep yourself informed so you know where or which source to tap. Then Mm -hmm. you can build on from there in terms of financial resilience.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Information is really flowing right now, most especially with the access and the internet. We just need to filter the right information that we will be applying to our personal life and also identify the believability of that information, which I certainly agree with you nowadays, that there's tons of information in the web. Question number four, Anthony, on your personal perspective, how do you probably discipline yourself to attain financial resilience that you want to have in the long run?
1: Okay, so in that sense, it's more of understanding first my priorities, my needs, my, my, what interests me. Because that's one key factor with, I think, that we downplay that. We downplay its interest. So as with everything, if you're passionate about something, that's when you actually do drive it. And being financially resilient is actually a behavior. It's, it's, a, it's something that you build on. Correct. So finding those right points, my one would be your priority. Two would be your accessibility, your hobby, or your interest. And then, as I said, understanding all these venues, talking to the right sources, you'll find where it goes. So, in terms of my, uh, uh, me specifically, it's just so amazing just going back into how everything is so accessible, and you don't notice this. But I bet you've tried Lazada Shopee. You've mm-hmm. tried uh, Grab Express. You've tried um, salary. Uh, uh, I mean, app salary-based loans, or even digital yeah. banking. Yeah, mm-hmm. you never notice it as much, but. In- insurance is actually embedded there which is a tool for uh, financial resilience so when you're getting your grab express having something delivered you notice know upon uh, before you actually book your driver there's a uh, insurance there for i think mm. as low as 10, seven pesos two pesos package insurance lang, uh, for your parcel that's already uh, a sign or that's already a, a tool that our everything because of accessibility is pushing you can re- That's already financial resilience because if you lose your package right there, that's unexpected. Mm-hmm. That impacts whatever you bought and it's covered by insurance. Yeah. So you're being financially savvy in a way mm-hmm. if you know it's a long trip. It's coming from somewhere far going to you and it's something that might be valuable to you. And it's, it's, it might be stolen or it could get lost because it's a small item or something. And you insured for as low as 5 pesos maybe or 10 pesos, which is too yeah. crap, seguro. And that's already a sign or a behavior you've built because you're more conscious about being financially resilient. So for me, it's uh, one is keeping yourself conscious as well. Um, I keep myself as your question, just going back to your question. Um, I keep myself financially resilient by being, uh, by understanding my, where I am today, um, my advantages and foresight. So I'd say I'm relatively young, so Mm -hmm. it's, it's a good time for me to start investing and, um, my access could be, and my knowledge could stem from understanding life and non-life insurance, because of the industry, mm-hmm. and also understanding how much my capacity is to invest. Mm-hmm. So I'd say I can invest this much, uh, rather than I spend it, you know, purchasing yeah. something that, you know, <laughs> yeah. So that's one. So I understand that now. I know where I should go. Now, part of that also is not just understanding your capacity. But you also have to understand your um basically your liabilities and your priorities. Liabilities right. would fall under debts, or the moment you purchase a vehicle, that's already a liability. Because the moment you nalebasmu mo house, essentially yeah. the value goes down. So right. if right. I want to be financially resilient with my vehicle, this is a, a shameless plug, but you gotta get a car insurance for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean say that. So that's where it factors in traveling abroad. Um, I might lose my luggage. I plug in my travel insurance. I have a dog now. Mm-hmm. Might get sick with pets. Now there's certain companies out there that do cover for your pet. So, uh, <laughs> so those are ways to be financially resilient as already as really is, uh, through smaller items, properties. But the bigger on the long-term ones, that's basically life insurance, investments, uh, savings. Um, mm-hmm. There's ways you also manage through loans that would yeah. work out to be financially resilient. So. It's, it's more of the, just knowing your liabilities, understanding my liabilities and my priorities.
0: Yeah, I certainly agree with that in the sense that insurance are really great um, instruments, but having also other priorities, just like you men- what you've mentioned, there are people that have other priorities, might not be able to purchase an insurance for themselves. So what are the other options? So just like us in Quick Loans Online, we provide that financial security in times of unforeseen events that might happen to one's life so yeah um, but at the same time on a personal note Anthony you mentioned that small things add up in the long run and it builds a big discipline towards personals on the on personal side and thank you for sharing that and for our last question what financial tools or products in the market? Can they avail to protect their family, income, assets, and properties?
1: Okay, so I know it's all tied in to the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, the good thing about today is um, with our generation, things are just so highly customizable. Correct. You know, you already mentioned your service, the loan. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're customizing the loan to be mm-hmm. financially resilient in a way. Because I know it's a loan. But it's yeah. actually financially resilient because it's based on the capacity of the individual. Correct. So rather than you know somebody who borrows money, but I know I couldn't pay that back tomorrow or the next day or even soon. So that's already a risk for me and the risk for the the lender. For you guys though, it's financially resilient or it supports that because simply you base it on my capacity and it does help me out. If I'm somebody got sick, I don't have extra money, I can use it, or um I need to pay for school maybe. And I Mm -hmm. don't have the extra money I can use it but again it's safe it's safe-ish because I mean it it bumps to my capacity now I just have to have the discipline to actually save things outside right Right. um, tools wise everything is so accessible nowadays that's just talking about uh, cloak I mean going into insurance that's another Mm -hmm. thing nowadays you could actually purchase insurance online and you don't even have to talk to an agent if you wanted to yeah. Uh, I'm traveling tomorrow or I'm traveling this weekend. If I want travel insurance, I can just go online, purchase, pay online, even through whatever uh, the payment options are limitless nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I'm already insured in a matter of minutes. I get Correct. it through EPL I'm good. So uh, in terms of uh, accessibility to tools, that's it's all there. And like I said, the customization, you mentioned that um, the pricing, not everybody can afford maybe insurance can afford to open a bank account. But the, the good thing is everything's just so accessible. I mean, I know it's a shameless plug, but digital banks, Discartech is actually an, an RCBC bank mm-hmm. that covers to the underserved or the unbanked. Right. So you don't really have to have a, a, a credit history or a banking, a bank history to open one, but it does push financial resilience because it, it reaches different scopes of, of the, the Metro and outside even the provinces can have access to a bank interest there that's already start of financial resilience correct so in terms of custom uh, in terms of cost of insurance or how it might appear to be expensive or only available to those with money it's not true it's very and highly customizable and it's just a matter of again planning and understanding where to, to find and maneuver through those yeah
0: i agree i agree with that um also in terms of the unbanked sector our very own little way and so um, we serve these people who have uh, either bad credit history or without any credit history so that's how we serve them and in a way these people we can serve them um, through um, other uh, instruments or tools in the financial world that they can leverage on when unforeseen times happen to their lives. So yeah, I agree with that, with all those. Um, And then probably my final question for this session is, there are many institutions offering financial products in the market. How does one choose the right financial product and company for their needs? Um, Knowing that there are a lot of companies right now and the access is very easy, how does one uh, filter out the credible one from the
1: uh, not so credible one? Okay, that's a good question. I'm trying to b- package it in, a, in, a, in the best way possible. So uh, again, going back to where we discussed it, I have to understand where my priorities, liabilities and what I need do, what I need at, this, at this point. Then there are definitely key institutions across, mm-hmm. I mean, lots of them across different needs. Like for example, life insurance. You have the likes of AXA, the likes of Sun Life, Grepa, Sun Life, AIA, yeah. all of these. Now it's a matter of it boils down. Honestly, they kind of provide the same, um, even with uh, most companies. Be Gcash, Cash, For the most part, base foundation, it's there. They provide the same service, or at least the bare minimum. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Perfect. services. Where it differs now, if you're if you're say uh, putting picking the right company, it's now a feel, or I guess the best offer. I mean, mm-hmm. it's always. I mean, in the market, it's always about price sometimes. Yeah. But when it comes to financial resilience what matters for me at least or in my opinion is actually the, the track record or yeah. the, the servicing the servicing I agree mm-hmm. so I could get the, the cheapest rate for uh for car insurance just making an example yeah, for yeah. car insurance but when it comes to claims I couldn't get it it takes me mm-hmm. weeks or the, the agent might not even answer my call Correct. or after I'm sold a, a policy I'm ready that's it just a number after. Yeah. Transaction type of. um, Exactly. And that's why um, nowadays what matters to people is actually the customer experience. It's a big factor because everybody's selling the same thing but it's now customer service and distribution. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's okay but I'm naming uh, companies based on my perspective as a a consumer. You have your uh, wallets, your GCash and your uh, Paymaya. Mm -hmm. I'd go for GCash simply because of the accessibility I as a consumer I could use it everywhere already today okay. and it was heightened further by the pandemic Correct. Correct. now in terms of insurance I would pro- probably rely on a company that's been there for X number of years so I mean for, for car insurance i definitely go for, for Malayan because it's been there for 94 years and,
0: 94 years so yeah
1: and and I'm, I may be biased also <laughs> but,
0: <Yeah. laughs>
1: um, but again the claims it's, it's the claims and servicing that matters. Again, everything's so accessible. So even you can just go online and find the right ones, get research. So key is really um, when you choose the right one, get the feel of it from your, by yourself. Get feedback from people who actually tried them out and weigh in the pros and cons. And try to find that differentiator if there is. Because the differentiator doesn't always fall on pricing. It doesn't always fall on interest rates. Correct. There are an, intangibles that are actually big factors to why you should get go for that institution.
0: I agree with that. Yeah, it's actually not the best price or the cheapest price that will be the best possible solution for your um, current needs. But also the other aspects that we have, especially with customer servicing or the relationship building, because you might be caught into a transaction or you, you might be a transactional type of client. And in the long run, you might end up having more headaches compared to someone that might not be the cheapest at the time you purchased service, but gave you the servicing that you really needed. So it speaks for them, the pricing also, the servicing that will be um, alongside with the price of goods or service that you just bought or purchased. So yeah, well that will be the five questions that I have Anthony and what a ride it has been no? um, Anthony, breeze through those questions with ease. I love the insights you shared and the mindset that we should have to prepare ourselves for any uncertainties. So I certainly also love the point where Anthony um, I think this is really um, something that a lot of individuals can relate to It's the small steps towards the bigger goal. Meaning the discipline right now that he mentioned, those identifying where you are, what level, and what are your priorities right now. It really speaks to each individual in a sense that discipline would be really key. But at the same time, having the information, lots of information, but identifying the key information that will lead to better um, decisions for a long-term goal. So Anthony, I can't wait for our listeners to start preparing for their journey towards financial resiliency. If you have any more questions, you can send us a message and we'll do our best to answer them. Anthony, before we say goodbye, would you like to announce or share anything to our
1: listeners? It's just like a portion where I can do the shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, um, basically I'm just going to say Malayan Insurance is always here. It's, it's very accessible. We have a website. You can purchase anything online and it's straight through for the most part. And credibility-wise, we've been here for, for X number of years. 94. We haven't have 94 <laughs> years, actually. Yeah, 90. And uh, I mean, I got to end it with just saying, ensure to be sure with uh, Malayan Insurance. All right.
0: Uh, thank you for that, Anthony. And to wrap up our episode for today, for those who are curious about Quick Online or want to send questions related to career and finance, just send us a message on our social pages on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash clo philippines and that's q l o philippines and on linkedin just search us using clo or quick loans online see you guys on the next episode for more answers to your cues. thank you